Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven, and Tracy is out sick. What? Boo. We're sad, but we love her. Wait, who is that other voice that you hear? Is that Yasser Lester on the phone? Hey. <laughs> this is my favorite 90s comedy. <laughs> We're going to play an encore of our conversation with Yasser from last year, uh, but we thought we should talk to him again because he has a brand spanking new show out we didn't even get to when you talked to us last time. What's your show, girl? The show is called Making History. It's on Fox uh, Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. after The Simpsons. Uh, It's about a team of time travelers who mess things up. And Yasser is black, as you all know, and he still is alive in this season. So this is is a Black History Month celebration continued. We're really (laughs) taking risks. (laughs) Oh. Anyways, how has life changed since the last time we talked? Yo, literally nothing has changed. (laughs) What? I see your face on, like, Fox TV commercials. Yeah, that's like the only thing that's kind of changed. All I, I go to the gym. No one cares. Uh, I, I the closest I've gotten to anything is I was walking home from the gym and someone stared at me for a little too long, and I was like, maybe they saw a commercial. But that's, they didn't say anything. Like it's you know what it is. The thing that changes is that um, friends you didn't know you had and cousins. <laughs> cousins you didn't know uh, <laughs> who you were are all of a sudden become so proud of you and just, oh oh i always i knew always knew he could do it <laughs> and you were like i don't know you <laughs> and that's the family i'm talking about family <laughs> um so that's it it's just more people telling me they're proud and then if the show ends up getting canceled or something they'll just be like oh well you tried <laughs> He was all right. I, I didn't like him that much anyway. Yeah, yeah. He was cool. He was cool. Okay, uh, so your show's called Making History, and you go yeah. back in time, and I don't understand. There's like four episodes already, and you are a black man. How are you still alive? Yo, okay. So the first two are like colonial times. Yeah, especially of, those episodes. Yeah, we address it pretty early because otherwise there's no reason to do the show. <laughs> like, pretend everything is fine. It's a two-minute show. <laughs> they yeah, go back exactly. in time and kill him. um but then the rest of the time is like safer bets so we like go to like so like the 80s we go to the 90s (laughs) (laughs) and then we go to chicago in the 20s where i have to pretend to be a mobster i have to pretend to be um what's his name uh the dude from hoodlum i have to pretend to be bumpy johnson who's coming from uh oh my goodness from harlem um But otherwise, I mean, because really traveling for black people, time travel, you can go back like eight months. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little bit a little bit further, because, yeah, you don't want to go. You don't want to be a black person during the election cycle. You know what I'll say? Black black people post like 20, like end of 2013 and then right before ferguson Mm. that's like the only the only time for black people and even then i mean rough sure but relatively speaking right exactly but at least you can you know uh hold a bag of chips without throwing a can of tear gas back at the cops (laughs) damn (laughs) oh yeah, life's sad. Life, you know what? <laughs> Miss you, Yasser. <laughs> you know what we don't talk about? How sad life is. Oh, man, we're not talking about that enough. 
Oh, ladies, I am I right? <laughs> let, come on, come on, ladies. Let me hear y'all. How y'all, I know y'all how, feel me. How many of y'all said? How many of y'all said? Yo, shit is that process? Can we talk about how dope your hair is? Are you talking to me? Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm I listening. keep seeing pictures, and I'm just like, yo, this is like, okay, this is gonna sound crazy. And not your hair has always been beautiful, so don't, yes, I'm not, sir. don't oh take it goodness. as that. But listen. You know when you see someone and you're like, yo, that is the hairstyle that they've been working towards their entire life. Oh, my this God. Is, everything has led to this. I am, like, cheesing right now. You can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I was going for. And I feel seen and heard. Oh my God. <laughs> like, and here's the thing. I'm, like, one of the wokest male intersectional feminists of all time. That's so I don't what they all say. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm supposed to be complimenting your hair. <laughs> so I'm doing this in like a mad woke, like, <laughs> this is a good part of you thing. Woke etiquette? Gender, gender aside, you could be anyone you wanted to be, but this hairstyle is for you. So wow, I, I say go for it. Yo, should I get my nose pierced? Um, Why? Why I just have that? always wanted to do it, and I just feel like I should. What do you feel like is holding you back? Work. What do you like, mean? Like, can't I can't you get like, like a fake nose my... ring from the like props department? Oh my god, are you kidding? That's <laughs> Isn't that more Hollywood? light. That is more light skin than being a dude with a nose <laughs> ring. Getting a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> just to test it out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Well, here's what I'll say. I bought. Uh, I went to like the Sloss and Swap meet like a year ago and um, they had magnetic ones. But the problem with the magnetic ones Ooh. is that they're gigantic because it's like they only had the studs. <laughs> and so it looked, I mean, like there's nothing worse than wearing like a fake diamond anyway. But like <laughs> my kids are going It looked like for real someone wearing a fake engagement ring out of their nose. Like the <laughs> so big <laughs> and people were like oh that little boy doesn't know what he's doing and i was like I look, I look tight right what's up what's up bloods oh lord we're gonna cut what all of this y'all? out huh i'm gonna edit all of this no we gotta keep it this is the real wait no but because you have like a hair and makeup department for like all the decades i imagine i know but like that's the thing is that everyone makes it seem like you know, I'd be making their job harder. And it's like, truthfully, no. All you have to do, I just have to take it out, right? Like, if I have enough time, I can get it, let it heal, and then take it out as needed. But, That's like, I just true, feel I just feel like I would look so good with one. Would you do, like, a, a, a stud or a hoop or, like, a side uh, you know, or under? Like, the what is it called? Oh, no. The the one that looks like a bull, I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. You can rock that do, one. I would start with the stud, like let the people know what's happening, <laughs> and then gradually move into a hoop, and then move into a hoop with my name, Ooh. like a really big, <laughs> a really big one. Um, but on the show, I, I, I watched the pilot, and you, <laughs> you look like the skinniest version of Malcolm X, and now I'm imagining skinny Malcolm X with a nose ring. <laughs> Let me (laughs) let me tell you something. No one has ever said anything greater to me. Like Like a gone to Malcolm X. (laughs) That that's even better. Are you kidding me? That's that's why I go to the gym so much. This is 
can I say something? This is the best day of my life. Okay. This is the best day of my entire <laughs> life. I'm getting my nose pierced. <laughs> Yo, uh-oh. I fear, I fear I have said too many things. <laughs> no, you're good. You are so good. What else are you um, working on that the people should know about? Um... Well, I mean, clearly I'm on Swole Patrol. Okay. <laughs> clearly, um, yes. You guys should I mean, obviously keep that. his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, eat a lot of steamed vegetables. That's something I do okay, on the daily. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> what if I just broke down my diet and workout? <laughs> All right. So I do about 50 curls a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no. So I just wrote my own uh, uh, pilot kind of based on my life and then i can't i can't go into it too much but you know because it's based on my life i am a very prominent drug dealer okay Um, (laughs) drugs uh, only school zones the gauntest drug dealer (laughs) yeah yeah and it's uh i'm really excited about it because like i get all kinds of kids hooked on drugs okay um and that like it's tv is so weird because like i feel like because we live in New York and L.A. respectively. I go back and forth. No big deal. Young Jet Set or whatever. Okay, me, okay. Me, <laughs> me, Ray J, whatever. Me, Ray J, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, like, there's all these shows that only the coasts watch, right? Like, Stranger Things. Right. Like, if you go to Tulsa, people will be like, I'm not watching that devil worship, you know? <laughs> and then they'll be like, but I do love Shades of Blue starring Jennifer Lopez. And Yo. you're like, wait, I didn't know that was happening And still. that guy with the mustache. What's his on name? Shades of Blue? Yeah, right? Oh, I don't... a different I, cop show on CBS? I think it's a different cop show because Shades <laughs> of Blue has the biggest homie, Ray Liotta, at his biggest. Wow. I think I'm thinking of Blue Bloods. <laughs> oh, yeah, with Tom Selleck. With Tom Selleck with mustache, yes. Yeah, see? Like, the fact that there's two cop shows with Blue is so crazy. Blue Lives Matter, Yasser. Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> okay, so this is a real thing. I was at Target, and, a, like, an old, like, Buick pulled up next to me. Mm-hmm. And by old, I mean, like... It's a Buick. Twelve. Yeah, it's a Buick. How new could but it be? Wasn't like one, it wasn't one of the new body styles that try to make them, like, super luxurious. It was, like, the one where you're, like, old people drive Buicks. Mm-hmm. Um but on the bumper sticker, keep in mind, this is, like, in Westwood, California, right? With, like, UCLA. That's where UCLA is. Okay. Um, and this car pulls up, and it just has a Blue Lives Matter bumper sticker. And I was like, where, where'd you – like, you had to – Who's selling go those? On, you had to go online and be like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to type in my credit card info, shipping address. <laughs> Billing address. This is still a good idea. <laughs> confirm. Get the confirmation email. This is still a good idea. Get the tracking info. Yep, I'm still on board. Still in it. Get it. Get it. Open it. Be like, oh, cool. This came out perfectly. <laughs> and then go outside and put it on your car. Where it's other people most... can see it consistently. Yeah, and then be like, oh, yeah, I need to drive. That's the most important part. <laughs> I have to drive around with this. It's, um, it's, people but, are feeling bold. I know, but it's like you you know, you get you get um what what's the term I'm looking for? You get complacent living in the big cities, you know. So you're like, no one thinks like that. Mm. And then I forget I'm from Marietta, Georgia, and I'm like, Oh yeah, everyone thinks like that. Yes. <laughs> um uh. yeah. So Facebook has really been popping as of late. <laughs> My Facebook has really been popping. Do you, you know? are you on Facebook? Do you actually use it? You know, I go on because I don't like I don't like keeping contact info for myself out there. 
I so like people just write like messages on my page like direct messages asking me to like do shows but wait oh my god wait can i can i read a message to you or no yes please oh my god okay hold on literally one second this is one of the most insane things that's ever and i mean this sincerely ever happened to me was this message hold on i'm pulling it up right now stay tuned it's about to get so incredibly live all right here we go i'm nervous so uh a dude named wes mcfarland writes me right okay he's got no profile picture okay okay so wes mcfarland writes i no profile picture I don't do Facebook, bruh, but I had to give you a shout. You made me laugh so hard on making history that I forgot my troubles for a little while. Thanks for that. Wish I could buy you a drink. And then the emoji with the tongue sticking out, which, sus. Little sus. What? He's trying to have a good time. (laughs) Either way. Okay. (laughs) So, your boy, you know, young compassion over here. (laughs) I respond. (laughs) I respond. Thank you, homie. Then Wes McFarlane writes back. This is like, it feels so normal. Like what could be happening? He sends me a picture of him sitting in a mall uh, wearing a gold chain and sunglasses. Okay. (laughs) Then he says, yeah, sir, my bruh. I've been meaning to thank you for shouting back. I totally did not expect a response. Just was happy to share my experience watching your show. Told you I don't really do social media. No Twitter, no Instagram, no MySpace, LOL. <laughs> I was gonna ask I was gonna ask my teen daughters if celebrities which wrong, by the way, if celebrities <laughs> respond to Facebook messages. <laughs> but then they would be like, OMG, Daddy has a Facebook, what should we do? Should we kill him? LOL. <laughs> I use an <laughs> I use an alias so I can keep an eye on them for bullies, catfishers, trolls, etc. Oh my god. I'm actually then gives me his real name from gives me his real like city. Okay. Then he says, Bro, I know I probably I probably know this won't happen. By the way, this is a super long message. He says, Bro, I know this probably won't happen, but nothing ventured, nothing gained. Feel free to text me, email me, holla at me, <laughs> pen pal me, whatever. I think you're funny like crazy. <laughs> I actually did <laughs> I actually did open mic nights in, in New York City some years back. You got no worries though. I sucked. And to put a human face to the words, pick is attached uh pick attached is me at the blank mall taken by my daughter after I did an insanity workout. <laughs> Us skinny guys need the motivation. <laughs> And don't be concerned. I'm mad private and don't share info. Use a disposable Walmart phone. I don't care. Winky face. And I loved making history episode two. Poor Davey. Maybe we'll grab a milk one day if you're in town. Nope. (laughs) I'm out. Hold on. Thanks again, man. Now on to Iron Fist on Netflix. Want to see if it's as bad as the haters are saying. Then... Gives me his full email, then <laughs> says cell phone slash text me, and then gives me his full phone number. <laughs> you don't want to get milk with him? <laughs> Heaven. Heaven. <laughs> Heaven. This happened to me. You're about to get serial like killed. <laughs> I do want to write back and be like, what's your social security number? <laughs> Just to like, see how far you can take it. it. Let me let me see if I can have it. Give it to me. You know, just to grab some um, milk. <laughs> yeah, like 
Yeah, and it's like I get it, but at the same time, and I mean this seriously, I don't tr- like I don't trust anyone. And then the last thing on earth I want to do is meet a new person. <laughs> like, can you imagine meeting someone new? <laughs> And what uh, hell that is! What I feel a like this is hell. Yasser's comic view hour. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. I just like it just happened. Can you imagine and, meeting another human? Think about and it. Connecting, <laughs> and then you gotta connect. Oh my um, goodness. Anyway, all right. So, uh, well, what should I've, we actually talk about? <laughs> I've missed you, Young Compassion. <laughs> okay. Well, you know your your boy Young Compassion is gonna be out there. You know what I'm saying? No big deal. Living, loving. Um, trusting, okay. um, build, building walls, tearing them down, all right, building all that right. wall. Settle down. <laughs> all right. Well, um, when you come back to New York, we'll have a proper hangout in the studio. We'll have some drinks for okay. you, play some games. Okay. All right. And now for our encore combo with Yasser Lester. It's Yasser, bitches. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Woo! Yay! (laughs) Yay! I'm so excited that we have comedian, writer, funny person in my life, Yasser Lester, in the stewed. In the stewed. Also, I feel like I should tell everybody that I might be still drunk from last night. And she's still drinking now. (laughs) So (laughs) it's going to be a fun show, guys. Sorry, Mom. As you guys know, I've been uh, sharing some inspirational Kanye quotes with you. <laughs> Decided to switch it up today. Here are some inspirational words from Nicki Minaj, the queen, the god, the boss. This is the classic pickle juice speech. I didn't want to start without everyone having that foundation for Nicki's speeches. It's informally called the pickle juice speech. <laughs> it's so not like the, the, like the formal name of it. She didn't <laughs> give this before the Library of Congress. She should have. This comes from a longer MTV documentary she did a while ago called My Time Now. And now for some inspirational words from Nicki Minaj. When I come to a photo shoot, let it be of quality. You know why? Because I put quality in what I do. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality. So if I turn up to a photo shoot and you have and you got a fifty dollar clothes budget and some sliced pickles on court, you want to know what? No, I am gonna leave. Is that wrong for wanting more for myself, wanting people to treat me with respect? But you know what? Next time they know better. But had I accepted the pickle juice, I would be drinking pickle juice right now. When I am assertive. I'm a bitch. When a man is assertive, he's a boss. Bossed up. He bossed up. Yeah, he bossed up. No negative connotation behind bossed up, but lots of negative connotation behind being a bitch. Donald Trump can say, you're fired. Let Martha Stewart run her company the same way and be the same way. Oh, evil But Donald Trump, he gets to hang out with young and have 50 different wives and just be cool. Oh, Donald, we love you. Donald Trump. But when you're a girl, you have to be like everything. You have to be 
You have to be dope at what you do, but you have to be super sweet and you have to be sexy and you have to be this and you have to be that and you have to be nice and you have to. It's like, I can't be all those things at once. I'm a human being. I don't mean to be ranting and raving like this. I don't, don't use this footage, please. It's just gonna make me look stupid. Iconic. I employ these niggas. They be grown men for that little boy, these niggas. Want the cookie, so I got a chips ahoy, these niggas. But I never iPhone Android. So we are so excited to have Yasser Lester on the show. Yay. He's most recently written for the fifth season of Girls. He's written for a lot of adult sim shows like the second season of Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Robot Chicken, which I love. Mr. Girl, Pickles. I was an intern on Robot Chicken. We went deep but into your IMDb <laughs> for file. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Whistle, whistle. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome, welcome. Are you excited. Yeah. I, I, I just saw you like a week ago, two weeks ago. <laughs> Let her be excited, I know. okay? Can I live? Allow her to I'm be also, excited. Hey, why aren't you excited to be here? <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed right. to be excited. <laughs> because, like, I'm the, the guest. So it's right, like, right, I'm, right. I'm coming into a new space. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is y'all's thing. But on the other end, it's like, this is another day for y'all. It's True. But I'm excited we, got, we caught you before you go back to L.A. You're yeah. from L.A., right? No, I'm from Georgia. Oh, you're from Georgia. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into all this, we have to start with our opening question. Okay. What do you do and why? Um, I'm a stand-up comedian and a writer. And uh, why? Because I I grew up in a single-parent household. I don't know. (laughs) I don't (laughs) have an answer. answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Talk to us a little bit about where you grew up and like what your what your childhood was like. Okay. Um. Marietta is a weird place because um, it's like low key, very segregated still. Low key? Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone ever mean low key when they mean low key? High key. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> High. Well, because not enough people know anything about Marietta. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know so, nothing. Exactly. So like, tell us about Marietta. What is it? All right, the most it famous like? thing, the two most famous things uh, uh, Alton Brown, the, the Food Network guy who's like, I'm a dork. <laughs> 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 Ew, ew, some Incredible imp- you know, like, he always talks about I hate you know, I hate it. But anyway, he's from Marietta. And then we have the largest KFC on the oh Eastern Seaboard. So what? It has a gift shop in <laughs> it. Yeah. I swear it's called the Big Chicken and it's a KFC with a giant chicken head on it and like the beak oh opens my. and the so eyes. So like twirl. what kind of items can you find in the gift shop? You can buy various decorative pins. <laughs> you can get a hoodie. You can get gift cards. <laughs> All kinds. Oh my god. Yeah. Who is sending someone a KFC gift card? I well, would I mean, enjoy a KFC. But here's like, think about what kind of a mindset you have to be in your entire life that like where you give, how you give directions is in relation to the big chicken. <laughs> like that's a real thing. People will be like, all right, so go up two miles. You're going to make a left at the big chicken. Like, and the name of the street is Cobb Parkway. You could just say <laughs> Cobb Parkway. But people always use the, it, it was our North Star. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you identify as a Southerner? 
Yeah, sadly. Damn. Oh, wait, hey. Whoa, <laughs> come on. I'm not I'm not mad that I'm one, but it would be sometimes it would be doper to just be like, yeah, I'm a dude from LA. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like there's something dope about a, a dude who's like from LA or like a big city like it's just like Harlem all day. Like I would love to be a dude that just said Harlem, you know, but everyone's like and I'm like Marietta, Georgia. Like what are you talking about? Like uh biscuits? You know what I'm saying? Like we have biscuits. Everybody loves biscuits. Heaven loves biscuits. Heaven is our resident biscuit connoisseur. I'm an amateur biscuit connoisseur. She's working on that. So you're not. So you're literally not a connoisseur. <laughs> you're an amateur. You're just someone who likes biscuits right now. You know, I wanted a title. Okay. Okay. Well, it works. So, um, how did you get to LA? Like, what made you um, decide to move? All right. Well, I, I always wanted to do stand up. Like, I had three professions in mind. I was like, I'm either going to be a stand up comedian or a comic book artist or an astrophysicist. Those okay. were the three things. And I was like, wait a wow. second. I'm actually bad at anything that requires knowledge. So I immediately <laughs> took out astrophysicist. And then I was like, okay, low key, again, very, very much too lazy to want to draw all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't be so an artist. So I was just like, I mean, jokes seem easy enough. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I saved a little bit of money. I turned 21. And then three days later, I was in LA. I just packed my, I didn't have a place to live. That's wow. crazy. I Whenever found an apartment. People talk about doing that. I'm just like, how? Here's the thing. Like, at, I'm 31 now. So, like, 10 years uh if you asked me to do that today i'd be like you are out of your <laughs> mind saying, yes. you are out of your mind but it's like you know you're a kid still you know what i'm saying like you're brave and i mean it was <laughs> it was so dumb though you're everything brave and foolish is what you are yeah yeah i mean because everything could have gone wrong and a lot of stuff did mm -hmm. so um but yeah and then i ended up in la and I uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't know if I want to start stand up right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna just get a job writing on a TV show because I thought it was like yeah. super easy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that didn't happen, and I worked at Best Buy <laughs> for a number of months. <laughs> worked at restaurants, and then I was like a you know an internal robot chicken and like a PA on weeds, and like I just took job after job after job until things started happening and then i finally started doing stand-up like three years later mm. but i did do stand-up once in a uh in atlanta when i was 19 how'd that go oh my god it was just the, it was the worst <laughs> do you remember like, the jokes uh, if if you if you really want to hear i do okay. yes. so yes. i'm 19 uh you weren't supposed to do it unless you were 21 mm. by the way when i was 19 i looked five years old like i mean like so there was no way that anyone would have believed that i was 21 but i was like i don't have my id and they're like you're an idiot just give us the money because you had to pay to do it mm. i give them the money and uh there was this uh just <laughs> I, I I wish I could remember his name because he shaped everything about me. But it was just like <laughs> this. I know it was like just this old wise nigga who was just like, <laughs> you know what, dog? I see a lot of potential in you, and I want you to reach, dig deep, oh and tell God. us about your feelings. So like, you met a magical Negro. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it was crazy. So I go on stage and uh, I just bomb. My first joke is about like. 
Like I had heard, you remember the stupid uh, like urban legend? Everyone's like, uh, all trace, all dollars have traces of drugs on them. <laughs> yes, so I like did a joke about that. Then at 19 years old, I, I did a joke. I was like, I don't want to ever turn 40 because your boy ain't trying to get his prostate checked. That seems crazy, you know. So, so to a room full of 40 year olds, what appears to be a 12 year old boy is like. Prostates are the worst, right? Y'all give me some, you know. Like, so, so you were basically a comic view comedian. Yes, just stomping and yelling. I probably did I cart. I did a cartwheel off stage, you know. Like, did you also have a Steve Harvey suit? No, like I didn't. Really I, you, long jacket. You know what's so crazy is I didn't have anything nice to wear. Aww. All I had was a pair of like these these uh, <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger carpenter jeans oh that I literally that I literally wore every single day. So at least people would be like. Oh, those are Tommy though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so I wore that, and I borrowed uh, a work shirt from my mom, like the, the the shirt from her like company retreat. It was like a polo shirt with like the logo, on, like Aww. her company logo on it. So I look like an idiot, and then uh, <laughs> so I get off stage, and the old mystical Negro was just like, <laughs> "Wow, like you wasn't talking about nothing, <laughs> like at all, were you?" <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess not. <laughs> and he's like, watch what I do when I go up there. Watch me. And I was like, okay. So he goes on stage. The stage, by the way, is decorated to look like a living room, right? So there's like a couch and there's a nightstand. And then there's like a like a tall halogen standing lamp. And then there's a plant on the nightstand. I know that seems ridiculous, but okay. that's how they decorate it. And he gets on stage and he's like, he starts pointing out things on the stage. So he's like, look at this couch. Wow. This is an old ass couch. <laughs> Nobody is sitting on that couch. <laughs> and look at this nightstand. <laughs> that is an old ass nightstand. <laughs> Ain't nobody putting nothing on. And then he did that for every single thing oh that was God. on the stage. That was a that, set? That was the entire did the set. Did the audience laugh? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets off stage and he walks right up to me and he goes, now, did you see how comfortable I was? <laughs> and I was like, but you bummed. Like, I was comfortable too. <laughs> So anyway, if I if I ever meet that dude, I'm gonna give him seventy five thousand dollars and be like, "Thank you for changing my perspective on life." Um, how would how did you like describe your comedy? Um, it's usually I think of a funny lie mm -hmm. and then I try to make it sound like the truth. I feel like your Twitter is kind of like that fits that description. Do you use Twitter as like kind of a testing ground? No, Twitter is the one thing like. I, if you guys aren't following Yasser on Twitter, guys, you're losing. Then you are, then you are probably losing. enjoying Twitter. If you're not following, <laughs> then you're probably having a good day. Um, no, Twitter is like the one thing where I kind of just like, I'm like, that's a thought, and then it's done. I usually don't. If something mm. goes on Twitter, I won't like say it on stage or anything. But it's like the one, like, I'm very narcissistic in the way that I'm like, everyone should listen to what I have to say. <laughs> yes. And then I'm just like, Same. all fat girls are sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Let the world hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's never anything of importance. Yeah. So you know. I feel like comedians um, are very sensitive about Twitter. Yeah. Not just like their Twitter, but like right. the feedback they get. Oh yeah, absolutely. Why are comedians so sensitive? Why can't they like just rationally <laughs> because respond to criticism? Every comic is a psychopath. Every single one of them. And I wish you could be like, oh, this one's well adjusted. But it's like the quietest <laughs> ones are crazier than the loud ones. You know what I mean? And it's like everyone, 
everyone's an egomaniac. And like, this is a conversation I've had with friends of mine before, but to be good at anything, you have to think, even when you're the worst, mm. that you're the best at mm. it and that you're going to change the world, right? So if it's like you're a dude on Twitter who has nothing and you think you're like tweeting fire <laughs> and everyone's like, you're ugly and stupid, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. that hurts you on a personal level. But I don't even mean like uh, that kind of stuff. Right. I mean like comedians who are like they did a joke and like people are like, yo, that's fucked up. And they like just melt down and like start like yeah. responding to every people fucking are too yeah. sensitive these days. Yeah. Political correctness is gonna ruin comedy. Rawr. Yeah, there's so much of that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Like, Ooh, all right, where's <laughs> this <Yeah>. going? <laughs> I don't like. I definitely think we shouldn't be offending people. Like, I think that's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do also think like we are in this weird age of where people would rather not talk about stuff and pretend that they're being PC about it mm. than actually having the conversation. Now, for the sake of argument, if I made a joke that offended someone, I would so much rather them be like, this is why you shouldn't say that or like marginalize or right. whatever, you know, than just someone being like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like there's no learning happening anymore, mm. you know? So it's like, I feel like, Yes, people are complaining, like, you're the Seinfeld argument where people are saying, or he's saying that, like, everything's too PC and people are losing their minds. And then people are losing their minds because of that statement. But no <laughs> one's learning anything. Everyone mm. everyone is just saying, like, I should be able to say whatever I want. And then, you know, everyone else is like, no, you can't. Mm. But no one's meeting in the middle and being like, wait, why shouldn't we say this? Or, like, why is this offensive to group A versus group B? Or mm. whatever it is, you know? Like... Again, for the sake of argument, like, people, I don't know. Like, okay, Cecil the Lion. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> let's start there. People are so much more comfortable talking about Cecil the Lion <laughs> than the Black Lives Matter campaign. Yes. Or, you know, girls being uh, sold into sex slavery or whatever it is, you know. And it's because there's no... There's no gray area for that, right? Mm. The line is just like, you shouldn't kill an animal. Right. Yeah, we can agree with that. Because there's no dialogue that needs to be had. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone's just like, no, I defend lion murder. You're like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, you sound crazy. But mm. because there's no, there, there doesn't need to be a real confrontation. And not necessarily a confrontation where you get loud. But I mean, a confrontation or, or, uh, or just a, a facing of your own feelings or mm. whatever it is, your own thought process, people people can have that conversation. And I think that's what uh, annoys me about the whole the comedy being PC or whatever yeah. argument is that no one – no people would rather not talk than just look inward a little bit and be like, why does this make me uncomfortable? Right. Or like, Basic why reflection. can't we? Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. So yeah. you've done most of your stand-up in L.A. Yes, are you mostly on sets or on lineups that are like the brown lineup or like a mixed lineup? Are you always the brown guy in a white lineup? Here's, well, I, I intentionally mix it up, right? Mm. So when I'm doing the quote unquote like white shows or alt yeah. shows or whatever, 99% <laughs> of the time you guys I am. You see the eye roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am the black dude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which also a lot of times is 
uh, you know, induces guilt because when you're the black dude on a show, they're like, oh, well, we don't need a woman. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, quota has been filled. <laughs> yeah. Quota has been met. Jesus. Right. So every time I do, for every show of those that I do, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I, I need to be on the blackest show. <laughs> and it's just, a dude, it's just a dude named Hot Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Hot Sauce doing our thing. You know? Oh, my God. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a mix. When you are in, like, those white audiences, I feel yeah. like your jokes are, well, your hu- sense of humor is black as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, how do you test out? Like, comedy's all about testing out jokes in front of an audience. Yeah. How do you test out black jokes in front of a white audience? That's like, it might not even be legible to them. I literally do the joke, and then I'll hear the four black people on the show <laughs> laugh, and I go, "Okay, that one works." I'm not even, and then I take it to a black Damn. room and it works. Or mm-hmm. I'll do a, a you know, quote unquote, white joke in a black room. And then, you know, the three white people that are there on accident, <laughs> mm-hmm. they'll laugh. And I'll go, okay, I'll take it to the other one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty easy. Like, and again, it's not like everyone has access to everything now because of the internet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you can, for whatever reason, you know, you can talk about imagine dragons and you know, some hood motherfuckers will get the reference you know what i mean like, oh i seen that commercial you know what i mean like, um so it i i feel like people need to give just everyone more credit for you know what i'm saying it's like mm. again like it's surprising how many white people know migos you know what i mean like granted they're they're more of like a meme at this point you know yeah. what i'm saying like everyone kind of knows them but Again, like I feel like everyone kind of knows everything now. It's really weird. I think know? that's pretty generous yeah. to white people. You think so? Meaning I know all of their references. I can do the Imagine no. Dragons joke and right. like Amigos joke to a black right. audience. Right. Yeah. But they also don't have to. You know what I'm saying? This they, is, they this never is, do. Right. Yeah. This is the, and that's a, a much bigger conversation, clearly. But like, <laughs> About white people and their well, singer yeah. humanity. Well, well, that and also just like if you have everything at your disposal like why seek out things that have nothing to do with you whereas if you're a black person in this country to get by you have to know everything you know what i mean like i wouldn't have survived high school unless (laughs) i knew references from jagged little pill you know what i mean like and that that album was already 10 years old (laughs) when i was in high school but i was like yeah yeah no track three Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> oh, man. Black people like the f- family aspect of comedy. They really like talking about things that really do affect everyone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like it is talking about your your family or your neighborhood or, you know, your your um, your childhood, whatever it is. Whereas white people, I find, they very much like specific references. So mm-hmm. it is something like talking about like the lumineers or something people are like yeah you know whereas black people are just like aunt cheryl and like yeah i got an aunt cheryl <laughs> like, so it's just like the same way that like i feel like all black people have three family reunions a year and white people have one family reunion every 30 years you know what i mean like there's just there's a the sense of community kind of overtakes everything uh-huh. with black people so like even I think the comedy reflects that. So what's it like 
writing for like a black show like Black Dynamite and then <laughs> writing for a not black show like Girls. <laughs> well, okay, Black Dynamite's an exception because mm. number one, it's a cartoon right. and it's a mm-hmm. very broad cartoon. So we could do whatever we want. Like, I mean, we we had an episode where like Michael Jackson was an alien. We had another episode <laughs> where, I mean, now it, it's very telling, but Bill Cosby turns out to be an evil dude. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, but, can yeah. we pause for a second here? Yeah. So did... Did you know about this? 100% yes. Everyone in the comedy community already knew this. Yeah, okay, so do y'all know who Gerard Carmichael is? I'm assuming you do. Yes. Okay. I do not. Okay, he's a, he's another comic. He's got a show coming out on NBC. Very funny young man, but he's been one of my best friends since I started. We like started around the same time. I remember Gerard telling me when we started having the conversation, but he's like, yeah, but you know, Pill Cosby. And I was like, wait, what? And what? he explained the Pill Cosby. Oh and I was like, God. number one, I didn't know he was called Pill Cosby. Jesus and secondly, when he told me everything, I was like, okay, low key. Wow. Can't like this guy anymore. So how long you know? ago was it that you learned about Pill Cosby? Seven years ago. Wow. And so I started thinking that people knew it. Mm. And apparently, like when it all came out, I was like, wait, y'all didn't. I didn't know about that. That was like a popular. No. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, I had no idea. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a in comedy, it was a very known thing. That's why when Hannibal said it, mm. he probably wasn't thinking that people, it wasn't like at the forefront of people's mm-hmm. minds. He was just saying a thing that he was like, yeah, we all know this. And then, you know, you know, so, when the Huffington Post picks it up, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a shift abound, you know. <laughs> the problem with Bill is that Clearly, number one, there was what seems to be one million, mm. you know, women, and mm-hmm. uh, he did it for decades. And, yeah, I know. I, we should probably stop. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Let's talk about girls for a little okay. bit. What What has writing for girls been like? It's insane. It's so cool, but like, okay, so I, number one, I love it. I love the staff, but. And it, it, I thought I was going to have a weird transition in being like, our lifestyles are different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. <laughs> You're not it, like a Brooklynite white girl? Right. <laughs> and that actually hasn't been the challenge. The challenge is that I don't know New York culture. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't know how deep y'all are into the theater game, but like, apparently <laughs> people in New York love theater. So they're like, <laughs> everyone's at work is like, oh, have you seen Skylight? And I'm like, uh, riveting. <laughs> wow. Yes. I've seen, yes. Of course that. <laughs> That's actually been the most challenging. But like in terms of like the broad jokes and all that stuff, like I'm on board and I totally get it. It's just the I didn't realize how nuanced of a show it was about New York mm. until number one, I moved here. And number two, <laughs> they would be like, oh, we should talk about this kind of person. And I'm like, yeah, we should get them because they deserve it. They're all Clinton Hill loser, you know, like. <laughs> Um, so if we asked like the girls uh, writing staff to like describe you, what would they say about you? Um, they'd be like, uh, he probably yells once a day, something really <laughs> weird. <laughs> he's on his phone um, looking up references <laughs> and then he'll pitch a joke that literally doesn't make sense. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to follow up about that. Okay. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I think they like me, you know, I, I stuck around. <laughs> um, I heard a rumor that Malia Obama was an intern. On girls. Yeah. Did you did you hear you that rumor from all the major newspapers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I read it in the she newspaper. She was and she is Okay, 
pretty much every teenager is cool to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like Same. Every, anytime <laughs> a teen, no matter what feeling I have about myself in any moment, whatever a teenager describes me as, that's what I go with. I'm like, that is the truth. <laughs> so I feel great about myself and they're like, you look old and ugly today. I'm like, oh, I should have died three years ago. <laughs> Or if I'm like wearing just like nasty sweatpants and like eating a hot dog and they're like, yo, I've never seen someone, never seen someone be so brave. I'm like, yes, yes. I am brave. I'm a champion of this generation. Yeah, the teens you know? be knowing. The teens be knowing. That being said, Malia is the queen of all teenagers. Yes. She is the coolest person oh, I've Tell us ever more, tell us more. I just like, you just like, okay, for the sake of argument. If I were the child of a president, <laughs> if anyone looked me in the eyes, I would be like, someone strike that person down <laughs> with a sword <laughs> immediately. But it's like she has, it's it's this weird thing where it's just like she she's so confident. And it's not like, and it's not like a celebrity confidence. Mm. It's just like, she's like, I know who I am. I know what I want. Like, I've seen the world. Yes. I know what people are like everywhere. So I can just be myself. She talks to you like a human. She's very much just like, hey, did you see Love and Hip Hop this week? And I'm like, yes. Ah, yes, I did, Malia. She, Wait, watches, she watches Love, Love and Hip Hop? Here's the craziest oh thing. God. So <laughs> we're talking about Love and Hip Hop. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you see when, uh, what's his name, Mendeecees or whatever? She was like, you see when he did this? And I was just like, yeah, I did. And then she was like, yeah. And then my dad came in and was like, what are you guys watching? And like, he hates the show. And I'm like, stop talking. Like your dad isn't, isn't the king the of the world. Your dad, call him President Barack Obama. President dad to you. Yes, it was crazy. And oh then like, God. she'll say something else. I'll be like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? She's like, oh, my mom's flying in and we're gonna, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> the queen of America she coming you know what I mean like it's just so crazy because like oh my gosh like when I talk about my mom like and I love my mom and she's the best clearly but you know what I'm saying when I talk about my mom like in my voice it sounds like I'm talking about a woman who's worked 35 years as you know like in an mm -hmm. office mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like it's sound when I'm like hey my mom and I'm casual people are like oh yeah she works in an office <laughs> but when she says like hey my mom like I thought like light was gonna start shining you know what I mean like I just assumed all these things and like but that being said, she is honest to God, like the coolest, most <sighs> non-judgmental, just very down to earth. Like I can't believe that she isn't like running everything right now. She's so she's so amazing, and like she's like getting into like writing and directing, and I'm like, oh my, oh my god! But it's like, what is she gonna have to say? And I mean that in the most mm. positive way. It's like mm. you've lived. 17 lifetimes <laughs> every year you've lived has been a lifetime to everyone else so mm. it's like the stories this person has to tell versus me i'm like huh, did you guys see that they have new oreos at the supermarket you know and she's like sorry i was in space earlier today like, right right uh, we want to get her on the show so bad malia, if we you're listening we love you so malia it's yasser <laughs> get over it Now, we're going to do the fun part. Okay. <laughs> this is our rapid fire question segment called Pew, 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 pew. 
Oh, okay. okay. The, the I thought it was called like Black Attack. Or <laughs> Yo, we should rename it. We should yeah. rename it. Now yeah. it's time for a Black Attack. <laughs> what makes you the most embarrassed to be light skinned? Oh God! <laughs> or There's what was a like rapid your, <laughs> What was your like peak light skin moment? Oh, for me personally, or things that light skinned dudes do? Either. Because I have two. Okay, I for mean, you tweet me, about both all the yes, time. Yes, <laughs> okay. For me personally, uh, when I was a sophomore in high school oh and Sockonies were big, I had blue Sockonies and is I that? their shoes, like Sockonies, Sockonies. Oh, uh, okay. I never knew how to pronounce it. I never said They that did way. a magazine ad and it said, pronounce this way. So I was wearing <laughs> blue and white Sockonies. I was wearing jeans, like these baggy jeans. I was wearing a white and blue. Uh, t-shirt that matched the shoes. Oh, then I was wearing a blue old navy bubble vest <laughs> over that. Wait, hold on, not done. <laughs> oh my God. Glasses, clearly. <laughs> then a blue do rag. Oh no! Then, then <laughs> too much. Too a much. blue bandana oh, over the do rag, no. and I went to a football game. <laughs> Just styling <laughs> so hard, and everyone was just oh like, "You are like." I mean, you know when you're doing wrong when white people are like, "You are doing too much right now." <laughs> like I just looked like I just walk me through the do rag and the bandana. Okay, so Why? at the time, like as a sophomore, like Dipset was really starting to pop. Mm-hmm. Like it was really happening. Joel Santana was wearing like he was wearing a big bandana, like crooked. Yeah, like Kevin Cox said. Yes, mm-hmm. but then. Like all the New York dudes, like Fifty was like wearing do rags, but then he would roll the tail in yes. the back and like tuck it in, and I was like, "Yo, how hard would it be to just do both of those <laughs> and just really look amazing?" <laughs> so I did that, and I, I, I mean, I the looks I got, I remember. It was, I mean, it honestly was like I had blood coming out of my mouth and wasn't talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's how people were looking at me. Like, are you hurt? You know what I mean? So, uh, I really need a picture, though. I can find one, yes, I promise. Please. So that, for me personally, that was my worst light skin moment. Um, light skin dudes to this day will wear color contacts. Yo, and we gotta it talk is about it. the worst oh thing. Like, I, it honestly, like, to me, it's like a light skin dude wearing color contacts and then people who worship the devil. Like that, <laughs> the light skin dude is worse. <laughs> it's so creepy, but light skin dudes, like, just the idea that a light skin dude, like, all right, it's Friday night. I'm going to go to the barbershop. I'm going to get that fresh lineup. I'm going to go home. I'm going to scotch guard my Tim's. Wait, hold on. Let me get my color contacts because tonight is a big night for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like dark skinned dudes just show up places. And that's the best. Like, a dark skinned dude will just show up, like, in his like work uniform or just like in uh in his Jordans and like a t-shirt that he borrowed from his friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, but because they dark skin, they automatically muscular and they just look amazing. But like light skin dudes, light skin dudes, like no, no muscle definition, wearing wife beaters all the time. You know what I mean? Just like uh, just they're always glistening. Why are you so moist? It's you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why are you dewy at right. 2 p.m.? You know, and then still just like they always like play with their eyebrows. <laughs> and the squint thing they do, yeah, they raise like, the eyebrows. Ooh. Have you seen the vine do the light skin squint? The light skin no, face. I the light See? skin face. Sorry. Uh, is there any rap that makes you feel old? 
Um, yes. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I try to listen to everything as it comes out because when I meet a group of teenagers, I want to be like, yeah, I know that one. You know what I mean? Uh, so Future mm. just dropped his latest album, yeah. Dirty Sprite 2. Yeah. And I listened to it. Dirty and I was like, Sprite? Dirty yes. Sprite 2. Oh. And I was like. People are very excited about it. They love it. And I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I'm not kidding, I stopped listening to it and I listened to a song called Jesus Gave Me Water by <laughs> Sam Cooke. <laughs> Cleanse myself. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. Jesus gave water. Jesus gave water. Jesus gave water. I wanna let his praise swell. Ever since someone described future as sounding like a crying microwave. <laughs> Oh my god. I could not listen to it the same. That way is again. literally the best description of anything. And I've then someone also heard. described him as like a he looks like a handsome catfish. <laughs> In a hat. That's actually pretty generous. Like, yeah, said handsome, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's pretty cute. Yeah. The hat game is nice. I mean, yeah. you got, he, he's just, a handsome he, dude. He looks like every dude I grew up with. He looks like every dude in Atlanta who's like, um, I got Jeremy Scott's. And you're like, those are ugly shoes, though. You know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, I'm not on board. Um, okay, I have another question. Yeah. Would you rather be in a real life version of The Walking Dead or a real life version of Jurassic Park? Uh, 100% Jurassic Park. Why? I don't, the idea of like zombies, like, is too real. I know that, like, you could say dinosaurs <laughs> technically be, could be too real, or uh -huh. perhaps a realer because they exist. Because they did right. Exist no, but what I'm saying is that, like, the science involved in that <laughs> is so to me, like, it's so mind-boggling. I'm like, there's no way it could happen. But like, the idea of something coming back to life <laughs> to kill me, well, number one, like, implies <laughs> that yes, there is a heaven and a hell. <laughs> Someone has a problem with you. <laughs> Imagine your high school bully coming back as a zombie. That that level of hate, I don't want to deal with it. Not I'm done out. with you, dude. I came back to fuck you up some more. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Blake is back. I'm like, no, Blake. You know what I mean? Oh my god, this has been so much fun. This, this is, is so crazy. I'm so sad about? that we have to end soon. I yeah, know. Where can people find you? What do you want to promote? Are you selling anything? You gonna have Copies of your CD in the lobby. What's going on? No, you're doing a lot of dope things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram. I feel like those are the only things that matter now, right? What is your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter is Yasser underscore Lester. So Y A S S I R underscore L E S T E R. It's the same thing for Instagram. Um, watch Girls next season. It premieres in a few months. And um, you also have a comic book. Oh yeah! Don't forget oh, about yeah. everything that I you're literally doing. Forget every, oh, I got a, a comic book called The Block coming out. Uh, it drops September 10th. Uh, you can buy an issue at theblockcomic.tumblr.com because your boy is too cheap to hey. pay for that URL. Hey. <laughs> You can also, if you if you want a hard copy, that's how you buy it. Uh, the digital download is actually free if you just want to read it and you have an so iPad. Nice. Um, please uh, read it for free or pay for it. I'm sinking <laughs> a lot of money into it and nothing is happening. 
<laughs> support free art. Um, and where do you do uh, stand up in LA? Stand up in LA, uh, you can find me anywhere from like a pawn shop <laughs> to your local bail bondsman. <laughs> I'm at Aladdin Bail Bonds. Uh, no. uh, comedy store usually every Monday. Uh, then honestly, like I put my shows up on Twitter and Instagram, so I Word. will. There's always an updated schedule there, and and um, once in a while you'll grace us with your presence in New York. Yes, mm-hmm. I will be back to New York a few times uh, over the next six months, and then I will be moving back here in February, Yay. so we can Dope. all hang out again. Perhaps yes. you will come back to the studio. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks so much for chopping it up with Thanks us. Thanks for you. having me. This is so crazy. Heaven. What up? It's that time again. What time is that? Tracy? Time to buy around. <laughs> who are you buying around for? So I am buying around for each and every person out there who has and is living with anxiety of some sort. There's just still such a stigma when it comes to anxiety and like. People who don't have anxiety, who don't understand what it's like, and people who actually have anxiety that don't know that what they're dealing with is anxiety and they think they're just lazy or they're just emotional or sensitive or whatever. It's tiring to live that way. Oh, yes. It is so tiring to live and that also, way. also, like, just gets boring. Like, yes. This again? <laughs> oh, it's time to go cry in the closet again. <laughs> yes. Cool. I guess so. Love and Hip Hop is coming on soon, but I guess I can do this first. Um and, like, I woke up this morning. I'm really bad at um, consistently taking my medicine the busier I get. Mm. And lately, I've been all over the place. And mm. that's, like, always the last thing on my mind until I wake up and I'm like, what if I just don't get out of bed today? Yeah. <laughs> what if I just stay here forever because it feels really, really, really Yo, good? Yo, I'm considering buying one of those, like, old people day-by-day things. I thought about that <laughs> last year and I was like, no, no, I have to at least hit 35. No. But <laughs> it's helpful. <laughs> so helpful you can have like all your vitamins and shit in there like just keep it like in the bathroom where you see it exactly <sighs> i should i'm too stubborn as of now but anyway um i woke up this morning and i just felt very proud of me mm. for knowing that i had to like go out in the world and like i was prepared to do it because yes, when you have anxiety crazy. that is some hard ass shit to do mm. to go outside when you would rather just stay in the house where you feel safe mm. because when you go outside when you have anxiety you don't know what's going to happen to you and you worry about everything happening at once and so like your body like responds physically like your muscles tense and your heart beats faster and like it's physically exhausting to do mm. but we do it anyway Ooh. we do it Anyway, and anybody who has ever been like, I can't do this, but I'm doing it anyway <laughs> because I have to because I have obligations and, and mm. shit to take care of. Um, I'm going to pick up this T-shirt off the floor that's been here for a week, <laughs> <laughs> even though I don't want to like exert the effort to do it. Mm. I'm going to make this phone call that I'm terrified to make because oh, I'm scared of saying something stupid. No, <laughs> I feel like once a week <laughs> I know. this happens. I got to get together. But um, yeah, it's hard, man. And those don't seem like victories to people who like mm. to pretend that they have it all together. It's like, oh, you made a phone call. Why is that a big right. deal? It is a big fucking deal. Yo, when I got you, out of bed, bruh. I got out of bed. Listen. <laughs> That's I put a on pants today. Yes. Are you kidding me? Parade so, worthy. <laughs> to everybody out there who fits the description, you need to celebrate yourself when you do things that look tiny, but you know is like a personal feat. Yes. So around for everybody out there like me and like us and do something nice for yourself today. Buy yourself something cute, something cool, a new book. 
a donut. I don't know. Treat yourself to something because you a donut. (laughs) (laughs) Treat yourself to something because you are fucking awesome and you're a hero and you deserve it. So that's what my round is for. Beautiful, Tracy. Yeah. Well, mine's not nearly that important. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when we had Rembert on the show and we were like, he asked that question about what are you into now that you didn't think you'd be into. Uh-huh. I would like to buy a round for candles. Candles. You're recently getting into candles. I never thought I'd be the kind of person who's into <laughs> candles. Are we talking particular candles? No, all candles Just and all varieties. Candles. candles and coasters are like the two things. I was like, I'm not going to be an adult that does that. <laughs> <laughs> but once you have your own space, it's like candles are so nice just for being like, yo, I'm in this room. I just want to enjoy it a little bit. Uh-huh. Got a nice little fragrance. I found some mango pineapple ones. <gasps> what? <laughs> it's really, really simple. But guys, candles will change your life. My favorite candle scent is like the ones that smell like fresh linens and like clothes oh so good i'm not at levels yet where i'm at the like yankee candle like Uh i have an obsession with certain ones (laughs) there are those i'm not there yet i would love to Uh aspire to be there (laughs) but honestly guys i've just been trying to be more attentive to like the spaces i build in the home Mm -hmm. that i have like what am i doing in there Mm -hmm. why why am i doing what i do (laughs) you know like why am i not having a candle and like just enjoying sitting and Mm -hmm. Eating my dinner or something. Aww. So uh, shout out to candles. Shout out to candles. Shout out to all the middle-aged women who put me on to candles. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't listen to y'all earlier. Y'all be knowing. <laughs> you know how when you're in like the end, like at a Marshall's line or something, and they, they have yes. those like <laughs> knickknacks? Yes. I was like, yo, let me smell these candles. And I was like, let me try this a little bit. So shout out to Marshall's. <laughs> We did it! Yay! I'm trying to do more air horns. Please. Get so upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, shout out to Yasser Lester for holding it down and stopping by the studio before he leaves for LA. Yay! Check out all his work, Mm y'all. Shout out to the Pod Squad for hanging in there with us again. That is Jenna Weiss Berman, whose brother is here hanging out as well. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. (laughs) Oh, if you watched Arrested Development. You'd know the Hey Brother reference. Hey, oh. brother. <laughs> oh, sorry. Get your life together, I'm Tracy. I'm sorry. I will work on We're it. We're on episode 21, 22, and you still haven't watched <laughs> still it. I've been it. talking about this I'm show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I deserve this. I deserve to be berated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Paul Ruest at Argo Studios Paul. for holding us down. And to Eleanor Kagan and to Julia Ferlin. We are nothing without you all. Thanks to our in-house musicians, Jean Gray. You can follow her at... Gene Greasy and to Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him at Don Will. That's at D-O-N-W-I-L-L. As always, you can reach us at another round at BuzzFeed.com, another round on Twitter and Facebook. You can reach Tracy at Brookie McPoverty. And you can find me on Twitter at Heaven Rants. Heaven like the place I don't believe in. Rants. <laughs> Like the only verb people use to describe Kanye. I'm going to make that go super fast so I don't have to pause every time. It's going to be my calling card. Um, And if you like our show, rate us on iTunes. And if you don't, keep that shit to yourself. Shout out to the heaven. (laughs) Shout out to the Tracy. Yay. Um, Shout out to water. Water is delicious. Yo, shout out to water. Drink some. Have Drink some. some water. Call your mom. Back up your data. <laughs> Watch Arrested Development. Buy a candle. Yes. And for God's sake, take your mask. I need to. I'm gonna do that as soon as I leave the street. <laughs> and like, even if it means you look like an old person, buy the things that buy will help you take your mask. Get a pill caddy. <laughs> we love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Meek Mill is probably somewhere in Philadelphia, like, I don't know, eating a candy bar and drinking <laughs> <is>. red soda. <laughs> <laughs> On a street corner. On a street corner. <laughs> and he has no idea the president's daughter is talking about right. him. Like, you know what, what I'm saying? Yeah. He's uh. just sitting there probably not getting his hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing someone else's jewelry. <laughs> and has no idea. Oh, oh man. man. Shout out to Malia, yo. Shout yeah, out. big shout out.